0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How long should Auburn quarterback Peyton Thorne's leash be if things go awry against Georgia? Breathing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes.
1: You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers part of
0: the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. It's a crane kick Thursday. We're joined by the very handsome, very mysterious Jake. Crane of Crane and Company. A lot of talk throughout the Auburn fan base, just like there was over the summer and fall camp, but of course now about Auburn's quarterback situation. A lot of Auburn fans say, hey, keep Peyton Thorne in. Let's see what it looks like at home, maybe to be different than what he was on the road. And a lot of Auburn fans saying, hey, it's time to give Robbie Ashford or Holden Gurner a shot, Jake. So my first question to you today is how long or how short is Peyton Thorne's leash if things go south early against Georgia on Saturday?
1: Well, you know, I think it depends on how it goes south. Uh, y- you know, we- we've talked about Peyton Thorne on on here a ton, and we should. It's one of the biggest questions Auburn had going into this year. And, you know, one of the biggest I- questions I had was, does he run well enough to run this RPO system? He does. I mean, nobody's going to stake him for Nick Marshall. Is, is his arm strength good enough uh, to be able to operate this? It is. Nobody's yeah. going to mistake him for-, for Joe Milton. But I never thought we'd be sitting here questioning Peyton Thorne's toughness. I'm just gonna say it. You know me, Zach. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna tell you what sure. I think. Uh, that game against A&M, um, and it's one thing if the pass rush is is overwhelming, where you have no chance. We've seen that before. But I don't think A&M's pass rush was overwhelming Auburn. There were at times where you're gonna get sacked. It just happens. Auburn ran the ball pretty decently too. Uh, but Peyton Thorn couldn't even get into a second read. Before and, and it's one thing to try and escape and run and improvise outside the pocket. It's another thing that, to stare at the rush, turn your shoulder and just just go down and get hit. And you can call it being distracted by the rush. You can call it not going through your reads. It's one thing if you just you can't read it well, like Jalen Milrow right now at Bama is struggling to go through his reads. It's another thing if you're ducking the smoke. And Peyton Thorne ducked the smoke all day against A and it looked to me like he could not wait to get to the sideline to tell the coaches what went wrong. There's time, Zach, and and there's got Auburn has guys running open. If you actually yeah. go back and look, some of the, some of the combinations outside were working. Even in the quick game, even that second read, there were times where they'd bring a nickel pressure from depth, from depth, and the back would check release into that pressure, and Peyton Thorn would just buckle and hold it. I never thought that's what coach's son played in the Big Ten for three years, you ducked the smoke. And that's and, and people can sit here and say, oh, Jake, you're being mean. I want Peyton Thorne to be great. Mm-hmm. I want Auburn's offense to be great. But you cannot play this position scared and afraid, like that show, whatever it's called. That's what it was against AM. So the question now is, everybody else saw that. And deep down, you know that play, people that watch the tape, they know. They know. And it, Auburn's in a tough position because Robbie doesn't throw it well enough to be able to operate this thing at, at, at the highest eventual, uh, efficiency. You know, Holden Holden Gurner's still not ready yet, but he doesn't run it well enough to operate this RPO system. Mm-hmm. So you put Peyton Thorne back out there, and you say, "Listen, if you do that that tuck and run stuff again, we got to take you out. And we got to take you out for good." The the truth is, right now Auburn missed at quarterback in the portal. Not that every other group's playing well, right? The receivers can play better. The offensive line can play better. The running backs can run better. The tight ends can play better. But the, the main reason Auburn struggled like that offensively against a was because Peyton Thorne got scared of the pass rush. And, again, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's a guy you'd want to date your daughter. But this isn't, this isn't that. This is going out there. It's like being a receiver, catching a ball across the middle. You're getting hit, dog. You might as well catch the ball. You might as well stay in there and deliver it. And if you get hit... You get hit. One of the main things that that quarterback coaches at this level and, and offensive coordinators in there are evaluating the high school quarterbacks, one of the main things they look at, will he stay in there and take the hit and mm-hmm. deliver the pill? And Peyton Thorne last Saturday turned it down. He didn't turn it down against Sanford. He didn't turn it down against UMass. You go back to the Cal game a little bit, didn't really turn it down then, but he wasn't exactly – feeling fresh and sporty and moving around. There's guys sure. that want to smoke, and there's guys that duck the smoke. So if he goes out there, and it's not getting any easier because here comes Georgia and the Globinats co- coming into Jordan-Hare. So I think we're going to know in that first possession, either you're going to stand in there and take the hit when it comes and go through your reads and make the right decisions, or you're going to become a coach and go stand on the sidelines and tell people what you think about it. That's the decision Peyton Thorne has to make.
0: And so, depending on how that unfolds, how quick, if you're Hugh Freeze, if you see that early against Georgia, do you pull the trigger and say, okay, Robbie or Holden, which I, I'm i am interested people skipped Robbie to go to Holden. I, I want to get your thoughts on that in a second. But whoever you call, mm-hmm. uh, do you say, okay, it's your turn. It's your turn. How quick do you do that? Because I kind of thought he did it in the second half against Texas A&M. And then like it's third and long, it's a passing situation. Like, okay, we'll take Robbie. i am put Peyton in. I'm like, that doesn't help anybody. Didn't, yeah. We didn't learn more about this team by you doing that. Um, but yeah. So h- how long, how long could you freeze wait, Jake?
1: I don't think he can wait long. I, I mean, if you want to give yourself a chance it, and you'll know early, I mean, you'll know if right. he's going to sit in there and do it early. That, that's not something that you find out halfway through the second quarter because Georgia's coming like a- A&M has dudes. We know that Georgia has dudes. We know that, so we're going to find out very quickly. Was this a one thing? Was Peyton Thorn first SEC game? You know, was he nervous? Which is no excuse, but uh, you know, was he just nervous? And and maybe you know they got on him and he figured it out. You're going to know early. So the question becomes: If you put in Robbie Ashford, it's kind of a kind of a catch twenty-two because for Robbie Ashford, in my opinion, to be able to have success, obviously you got to stay on schedule, right? Mm-hmm. The running element is a huge element. Do you go really fast, right, and keep the passing game intermediate, take your shots every now and then, rely on that run game and change the tempo to try and keep Georgia off balance, right, and kind of throw a change up? But if you do that and you start going three and out a lot or you give the ball right back to Georgia's offense, your defense, who played their guts out right, at Cal and against AM played their guts out you put them in an awful situation where they're going to be on the field again the whole time, and then if you put Holden out there, that's a big risk because we don't Holden doesn't run well enough for them to on, They're they're going to start honing in on the Auburn running backs. It changes yeah. changes a lot about the system, but he does probably throw better when Peyton Thorne's ducking the smoke. He throws better than Peyton. He obviously throws better than Robbie, in my opinion. So that it's it's a tough situation. The, the greatest answer is to Peyton Thorne go out there and 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 figure it out, man. You played yeah. three years in the Big Ten, like it's one thing to make physical mistakes. Oh, you're overthrowing guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're underthrowing guys. Oh, you know you you could have you could have got a couple more yards on that scramble. It's another thing to not give anybody a chance. And what makes you sick? What makes you sick as an Auburn fan? And I'm not going to talk about the guys on the team because I think the culture in there is really good. Sure, they take care of each other, and that's a credit to Hugh Freeze. And Auburn fans shouldn't panic. We'll uh, we'll get to that. But the, what what should make you sick is. The defense is punching way above their weight. Yeah. Special teams is punching way above their weight. And 80% of the offense is punched. I think the offensive line is punching above their weight. But the quarterback position is the most important position on the field for a reason. And right now, Auburn doesn't have one.
0: Yeah, quarterback play really hurt the perception of this offensive line, Jake. You know, the six or seven sacks, depending on where you look. I, um... I think it's totally unfair to the offensive line. And look, they weren't perfect, right? They weren't perfect in yeah. pass protection, but they were way better than what that box score says. Because all, all the stats that show up in the box score for offensive linemen are bad, right? You've got to yeah. actually watch the game and watch the tape to determine if the offensive line was good or not. And to me, it passed the eye test if everything stays on schedule in the pocket, and it just didn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hugh Freeze even said in his press conference, at one point, Jarquez was averaging eight yards a carry against right. that a and front seven. Listen, every pocket's not going to be perfect. Right. Like, you're going to have, there's going to be some pressure. There's times where you got to move around in the pocket and keep your eyes downfield and go to that second read. Or you know what? Throw the check down. Or throw the ball away. But you don't tuck and run and tuck and roll like it's a fire drill. I've, I've never seen an Auburn quarterback do that. And the optics, the opt, and, and Auburn fans, I, I said this during the week, Texas A&M's got a better team. I thought Auburn in a lot of places played a lot better than what I thought they would. Sure, that's what makes it hurt the most. But the optics of how bad the offense looked, because the quarterback was so bad for so much of that game, it, it just it, it made it even worse. And people are like, "Oh, well, this is this isn't even close to what we had last year," where Brian Harson. Brian Harson was in year three. If we're in year three and you're having this problem, that's a totally different discussion. So Auburn should be upset. You never want to be happy after you lose. But some people need to get off the ledge a little bit. Y'all need to grow up and realize that like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And yeah, right now it looks like Auburn missed in the portal at quarterback. All right? but But I think it is salvageable with some of the stuff you have behind it if you play it right.
0: Yeah. All right. I want to talk about – I think the line is interesting, Jake. Mm. I think the line is interesting. I don't fully get it. Maybe you can kind of help me – uh, get it a little bit better. We'll talk about that in a second, right here, unlocked on offer. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can snap into the action, whether it's the NFL, whether it's college football, with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's really no better time to get in on the action. You can bet on spreads with their free app. You can bet on player props with their free app over unders with their free app. And of course more visit fanduelcom slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the locked on podcast network.
1: The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball
0: on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Jake Crane, our guest on this Thursday. Speaking of FanDuel, speaking of lines, Auburn is just a 14 and a half point underdog against Georgia. I'm shocked by this. I thought the line would be way bigger. Jake, I thought Auburn would be 17 to 20. If I'm just being honest with you, an extra score in there, an extra field goal or so in there, it's not the case. What um What is Vegas looking at here?
1: Well, you know, they have those two twins hidden under that casino that are hooked up like Avatar with, you know, their hair touching that they figure out all these lines. But uh, I, I think it's a, a couple things. Now, this started out at 15 and a half and got bet down on the sharp. So yeah. uh, it, it's always a, a, it's multiple things, right? It's never just really one thing. Number one, it's a rivalry game, and Georgia's on the road. You always have to, especially at a place like Auburn and Jordan-Hare, you always have to factor that in. The second thing is Auburn's defense has been playing better than what a lot of people thought. You know, sure. it's, it's becoming a pattern, which means that it's more likely it is what it is than it's just a, a you know a flash in the pan a couple times, right? how many flashes in the pan before the pan's just flashing. Uh, the last thing. And you really saw Georgia take the training wheels off Carson Beck the second half of the South Carolina game. They Mm -hmm. had protected him the whole year, and it makes sense. I think Vegas is assuming this is Carson Beck. This is Georgia's first road game, okay? Not only is it a road game, it's a hostile road game in a rivalry game. So I think Vegas is assuming that Georgia and Mike Bobo are going to protect Carson Beck, especially early in the first half of this game. Uh, which I think goes to that the reason you're seeing that the spread is a little bit shorter than what people thought. So I think it's a combination of, of those three things. And with the new clock rule, you can limit possessions. Sure. If you look at the way that Auburn may play this, it may turn into, hey, our offense is struggling. We don't want the defense to be on the field a ton. How many times can we limit your possessions by utilizing this new clock rule? So you throw all that into the mix I think that's where you got it. I'm interested to see where it finishes. Um, yeah. I would not be shocked if it finished uh, maybe at 16 and a half, somewhere around there, maybe even get bet up the closer we get to it, especially if Auburn comes out and names a quarterback, which I don't know why you would do that. You don't have to do that. You might as well keep them guessing, even though Hugh Freeze has alluded that Peyton Thorne's probably going to get another shot at it. And again, I hope he figures it out. I hope this was a one-time thing. I really hope it was, Zach. But that that makes me nervous that seeing that makes me nervous, but I think you add those things together and that's why the spread is what it is.
0: Well, it sounds like he's frustrated Peyton Thorne. And you know, I, I think some people respond to that and fix it. I think some people respond to that and it gets in their own head. We got to figure out who Peyton Thorne is at this point. Right. I mean, that, I think that's a mental, yeah. and emotional toughness thing that we're about to figure out because he doesn't want to be that guy. Right. He came in. No, I'm sure he does. Nobody wants program. to be that
1: guy. Yeah. Right. Nobody wants to be that guy. I, I mean, you don't, you, it just, but you were that guy. Against A&M. No question. Like, again, go back and watch the tape. Go watch the amount of times. Even if you throw the check down, man. Even if you throw the check down, you let the back get one-on-one in space with the slot or the safety right. or the will or whoever's there. Just don't fall down. Don't give nobody a chance and run over the sidelines and be like, hey, man, uh, th- this is what happened. Dude, we saw what happened, right? Fix it. I just don't know why you're this old And you played in the Big Ten, which is not exactly a bunch of little children running around in the Big Ten, why all of a sudden now you're ducked up goose in the smoke. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, and Jake, a narrative has popped up that I think is false. I think you'll agree. We'll see in just a second. Where people are, oh, well, this is who he was on the road when he was at Michigan State. And this is who he was when he was on the road against Cal. And to me, it was different. There's a difference between not playing your best and missing guys versus what we saw him do on Saturday.
1: Without a doubt. And you go back and watch the tape. Look, Peyton Thorne isn't an All-American at quarterback, right? He's good enough, though, with what he does and the the tools around him to be able to be successful in this offense. I'm not expecting you to go out there and be Joe Montana. I'm not expecting you to go out there and be Michael Vick. But I'm expecting you to be a tough ass. I'm expecting you to be a grinder. I'm expecting you to be a coach's kid who— a lot of coaches' kids, especially playing quarterback, those are the guys who are the toughest. Say what you want about Bo Nix. Say what Ooh. you want about Jared Stidham at times, but you'd have to peel them off the floor before they would just lay down and take it. I watched Peyton Thorne at Michigan State. There were times where he had some games he didn't throw the ball well. There were some times he had games where he didn't make great decisions. There's been times this year where he struggled to read it, but I didn't, I hadn't seen. What I saw against A&M and, and looking at ghosts. And, again, I hope he uses this, Zach. I hope this gets played in front of him. And if that's yep. what it takes, then that's what it takes. But, Peyton, all Auburn wants you to do good, man. All Auburn wants you to do right. good. Stay in there and take it, man. Stay in there and man up and take it. You can't be falling. This is Georgia coming in here this week. This means a ton. I know you're not from down here. This isn't Chicago, man. This is Alabama. This is Auburn, Alabama. If you're not going to stay in the pocket, get somebody else in there that will, and go get a clipboard to help call out coverages
0: and stunts. Bo Nix, dad played at Auburn. Jarrett Stidham, he's from Texas. All right, let's talk about how Saturday's uh, Saturday's game could go in just a moment, right here, unlocked on, on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Frisky. Whiskey, Frisky Whiskey is the best place to buy any type of alcohol, beer, wine, whiskey, bourbon, tequila, vodka, whatever tickles your fancy. You can be sure to uh, check out Frisky Whiskey because they'll have it and they'll have it at a very, very low price. They're just off of I-85 right when you get into the state of Georgia. If you're driving from the Auburn to likely County area, it's 20 minutes. It's worth it. You're going to save a ton of money. Georgia's taxes on alcohol is way lower than Alabama's. And also, hey, if you're coming in town to tailgate or just coming in town at all from Atlanta, which I'm sure a lot of people will this weekend for the Georgia game, be sure to stop by Frisky Whiskey right before you hit the state line of Alabama. You'll see, you'll see uh, billboards all over the place. Or just type it into your phone's GPS. 10,000 square feet of selection, uh, 10,000 square feet of great, great prices. Be sure to check it all out. That's it. Frisky Whiskey.
1: NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your
0: podcasts. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. All right, Jake, I feel more confident now about this game than I did a few weeks ago. And I don't think it has anything to do with, about Auburn, I think it has more to do about Georgia. I think Georgia is more beatable now than they have been the last two years. I also think there's an element of it's really hard and it's almost impossible to go undefeated three years in a row. I know Georgia's schedule stinks, but we've already kind of seen chinks in the armor when they played South Carolina, and we'll see what happens, of course, this Saturday. But weird things happen in Jordan-Hare Stadium, and I've got a weird feeling about Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna rank the the last three years of Georgia teams, I think you would rank this one third. But but I will say this. Kirby smart, they've shown that when they lose a bunch of guys, they're replacing with with a bunch of dudes, and they get better as the year goes on. Like they develop into a really good team. That's why we still have them number one in the in the cranning company poll. Um, you know, it's not like Michigan. Michigan returned a ton, right? Georgia didn't return a ton. You're having to replace the quarterback, but in saying that. This is where the change in the schedule playing Georgia helps Auburn. Remember, it used to be right before Bama where Carson Beck and them had time to go on the road. He can be in some of those environments. You can have people yelling, "You suck," and all this other stuff. This is your first rodeo, and it's the big rodeo, right? This is this is this is an Alpha Psi, and I love Alpha Psi. This is PBR, all right. There, there's Red Bull uh, here, all right. This it's it's crazy. So. I think you're going to see some penalties from Georgia early. That's, again, why I think they're going to try and protect Carson in this game, which is going to help Auburn hang around and hang around. But, again, if Auburn's quarterbacks show up and give them a chance, there is a way that Auburn can win this. They've got a much better chance to find a way to to use the Indian burial ground that is Jordan Harris Stadium to witchcraft and wizardry their way to a win against this team. Then the previous two teams, I don't care if you played them in Auburn, in yeah. Athens, in Athens, Greece, or in, in Narnia. Like, this is your best chance to beat
0: Georgia. But it's going to come down to how well does the quarterback play. And a huge element of that that I talked about yesterday, I believe, is running the football. I think Auburn, I think Auburn can run the football. On Georgia yeah well, I think they could do it better against anyone else so that this Auburn so offensive far.
1: line is the best they've had in three years in my opinion easily this Georgia defensive front seven and I hate to use the term worst because they're really good still right. uh, of the three they are the lesser so you would think that if Auburn has a chance to to run it uh and I look I think I think he's about to empty the bag on this one like there's a lot of stuff that formationally and motion-wise and combination-wise, they did different against a and Do not be shocked if you see a bunch of trick plays in this game. I think he's going to empty – get the get the magic bag out, empty it. You'll have the rabbit come out of the hat. You'll have the flower that shoots water. You'll have the the lady you saw in half. It'll have all that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give me a score prediction if you don't mind.
1: Man, it's, I, I think Auburn's going to fight him. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring. I love the under at, at 47. I think Georgia wins this one 24-16. to 16. Give me that, 24-16. I think Auburn kicks a field goal late to make it a one-score game. I tell you what, they get to Carson Beck early. They rattle this cat early. You, to Georgia, Mike Bobo, They we know if anybody knows, we know that Mike Bobo, it, he'll go vanilla ice cream. Peanut butter and jelly, save, save, save stranger danger that's what that's what it'll go
0: yeah I, i'm thinking 24 17 so i mean we're really close we're yeah. really close on this so and, and that means auburn has a chance in the fourth quarter and in that stadium that's all you can ask for
1: who knows man who knows like who if aliens landed on the 50 yard line at halftime i'd be like eh,
0: yeah Makes like, sense. i'm surprised all it right. took them this long honestly yeah that's Jake.
1: exactly well it makes sense they're here i knew y'all been here the whole time you know <laughs> We how know t- 2013. How- we know who's pulling the strings. Yeah, aliens,
0: no question. Yeah. Uh, Jake, how can uh, how can people check out everything you've got going on, buddy?
1: Yeah, man, it's it's really easy. Uh, the simplest way, if you have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and just listen to audio, it's Crane and Company, C R A I N and Company. Then, if you go to YouTube uh, and want to watch it, it's C R A I N and Company there. Uh, just hit over 100,000 subs. We we really appreciate everybody. We're live each weekday morning, 6:38 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, Central. We have live calls, a live chat. We talk a, obviously a ton of college football, NFL. Talking a lot of Auburn too. So we'll see, man. It's uh, come on, hey Peyton, come on, dog, let's go. Sit in there, take the money, take the money. Don't don't
0: duck it. Right, Jake. Thank you so much, buddy. You can follow me. On socials at Z Blackerby and check out all my work at auburndaily.com. Till tomorrow, this has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon
1: Music app today.